0: Two, export audio episode 92 91 91 <laughs> shit <coughs> fuck because I'm checking I'm checking got this um yeah 91 transgirlvania 3 transgirlvania 3 if you try to find transgirlvania 2 you won't it never came out but we're back yeah transgirlvania 3 <clears throat> I finally get to use that podcast art I made that was very good. Do <laughs> you wanna update it? Maybe. I'll look at it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a gander at it. The Transgirlvania Season 1 art is still really good. <laughs>
1: really good.
0: Um the vibes are weird on this one, huh? The vibe sometimes you do three podcasts in seven days. Sometimes we don't record for three weeks and sometimes we do three podcasts in seven days.
1: I've, I've, I've been up since five o'clock. Um, we haven't I introduced fi- ourselves. I figured you'd schedule this one for a couple days from now or something since the last one came out. Monday?
0: Yeah. Saturday? It comes out when it comes
1: out. It comes out when it comes out. It's always been like this. It comes out tonight, I mean, is what I
0: mean. Oh, you're gonna edit it tonight? I'm gonna put this together tonight. I'm gonna find, like, Bloody Tears lo fi hip hop no. beat. I.
1: There's... Whatever. 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 We haven't introduced ourselves. We haven't ourselves. I am Autumn June.
0: I'm Nora Blake and Zoe Ashmore. We watched season three of Castlevania on Netflix. The only show worth subscribing to Netflix for. Um, yeah. Clone Wars is on Disney Plus now. But. Yeah. Genuinely cannot think of another... The Witcher. The Witcher. Uh, yeah, I. No, okay, so, before we get into Castlevania, and, you know, okay, we watched the whole season, um, like, we're going to spoil it all, so, but if you uh, want to listen to these first couple minutes, we'll give you, like, a little, just a little smidgen of content, um, for, you know, non Netflix Castlevania watchers, um, I have been feeling. I've been having a weird attention span where I can't follow shows. You know, I can't watch TV shows. I've got four days off work. Um, Castlevania has like gotten me back. Has rebuilt my attention span. You know. I I feel the urge to watch a TV show, and I was probably gonna watch anime, but what if I watch Netflix Castlevania? I love <laughs> <take> that <them> us. <laughs> Netflix Everybody Castlevania, or no Netflix Witcher? Netflix Witcher. Netflix oh, Witcher. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what if I watch Netflix Witcher? Is what I meant to say. Sure,
1: I've watched four of those episodes twice because I watched it alone and with Molly.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you seen the whole show yet? Yeah. Okay. So Castlevania. I love oh, Castlevania. Before we get to spoilers.
1: I wasn't going to spoil. Okay. I'm just going to talk about Castlevania. I love Castlevania.
0: I, can I tell a very brief anecdote? Yes. In the time since we've last recorded um, Transgorevania, which once again, that episode never came out. Um, well... When- it would have been May 2019, whenever I got my last colonoscopy, is the last time that I watched the show. <laughs> when I was preparing for my colonoscopy last year, I did watch all of this <laughs> show in one day. It's still amazing. And <laughs> uh, yeah, we watched season three today. Well, we watched it over the last couple of days, but... Yeah. We watched, like, four episodes tonight? We watched... Well, because... We, we watched, like, five, because we... we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because we didn't check and we just assumed that this was going to be eight episodes like last time, which as we get into the discussion, uh, you and I had kind of a conversation at midway through the season that I was not enjoying the pacing of this season very much because I had thought the whole time that it was eight episodes and knowing that it was 10 episodes, some of the pacing decisions make more sense to me now. I'm interested in what they're
1: doing. Uh, I don't really know where they're going at this point. This season was a lot of like moving pieces around to prepare for things, Um, and
0: I guess now we're getting into let's get in. Let's get into it because they were moving things around to prepare for things, and then in episode ten, we're like, actually, we were pump faking you on uh, reviving Dracula. Like, actually, that was a feint. That's going to happen, though. It's going to happen. I just thought it was going to happen in episode 10.
1: I'm going to look up some dates, but um, I do know that the next one in line after Trevor is Simon. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I just have the Simon Castlevania wiki page already open from
0: earlier. Okay, okay. um, I, I'm gonna have to look at a Belmont family tree, I assume, but, um. Well. Well, just keep in
1: mind that he was. Simon Belmont is born in 1669. Okay. Which,
0: Simon Belmont is from. Nice. There. 16, nice. Yeah, you 16, mean. nice. <laughs> 16, yeah. nice. Uh huh. Um. Okay, I'm gonna need you to explain a little Castlevania language <coughs> real quick. Okay, what's up? Simon Belmont is from Castlevania. From Castlevania. Trevor is from Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. Yes, and
1: a little bit from Castlevania: Curse of Darkness, which is a sequel to Dracula's Curse,
0: which is about Hector. Okay, and Castlevania. Wh- who's Castlevania Two about? Simon again. Okay, Simon so-
1: in Castlevania. Simon kills Dracula. Mm-hmm. Castlevania Two. Simon is cursed and decides I'm going to go pick up all the pieces of Dracula from all these temples and resurrect him and kill him again
0: Weird. to end the curse that's on me. Okay. So Castlevania 3 is about Trevor, but Trevor is before Simon? Yes. Okay. See, I had always I guess I'd always worked under the assumption that um Simon was like the first Belmont.
1: Leon was the first. He's the one from the painting in this show. Right. He's from the Crusades from 1127. I don't know if that's true. 11 something. Um I just wanted to check when the sh- the show takes place. And we've definitely seen that before. Yeah, it starts with a title card that has a a, a year, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. I think every season has, ha- has said the year.
1: I don't remember that.
0: I think it was the... F- I think episode one takes place in... I'm pretty sure that Dracula and... um, What's his wife's name? Lisa? Lisa. I'm pretty sure Vlad and Lisa get married or meet in 1458. I think they meet in 1458. <clears throat> I believe this show would then take place something like, you know, 1480s. You know? Mm. But I might. So it might be 15. The reason
1: that I brought up Simon is because in the reboot timeline, Simon is Trevor's son.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, Trevor is Alucard. Right. Yeah. Because Trevor yeah. goes to fight Dracula, and Dracula realizes, oh shit, that's my boy. Because Dracula is Gabriel Belmont mm-hmm. in Lords of Shadow. And then uh, he. Mortally wounds him and then regrets it and turns him into a vampire and then
0: seals him away in a coffin and that's Alucard. He's hot as fuck in that one. I really want to play Castlevania 3. It sounds like the best of those NES games and I did- Castlevania 1 is like one of the only NES games I like. Castlevania 3 is probably the best of those. Um, I Em and Jackson and Camille are like big time Castlevania 3 evangelists.
1: Yeah, I would. I'm not surprised that Lennon is like Castlevania Three. I don't know. <laughs> it just the vibes are there. I don't like it that much personally because um, I just don't like the NES games very much.
0: Yeah, that's that's my thing. Is I just don't really enjoy 2D platformers all that much. But Castlevania <clears throat> One is actiony enough that I liked it more. I like
1: I, you go. I prefer the neck the 16-bit platformers in castlevania i liked chronicles and bloodlines and the other one rondo i guess is there i mm-hmm. thought there was another one that i'm super, for- castlevania. super castlevania 4 is the one i was thinking it's burning castlevania 4
0: i watched austin um well i watched vinnie austin austin and alex right. play um uh Oh, they played a bunch. They them. they played a bunch of them, but I I remember I was specifically because this is when I was just tuned into the site most was watching them play Rondo. Mm-hmm. Rondo seems really rad. I haven't played it. Seems really rad. I really don't like Castlevania 4 at all. It's fine. I think it looks ugly. I, really I think like the Blood sound Lines. is
1: bad. Bloodlines is cool. It's the Genesis one. Yeah, you can play as Eric as well. Eric. I McCarty. I
0: watched like a after I watched Rondo, I watched like a no commentary let's play of um bloodlines cuz they hadn't gotten to it yet or something or I don't remember but I've I've seen Rondo or I've seen Bloodlines it seems cool. Is Bloodlines is also Dracula X Chronicles, is that right? Dracula X. Okay,
1: so Dracula X is a Super Nintendo game that was a port, quote unquote, of Rondo of Blood, but it's actually just like not a not a remake, but it's like a reimagining or like building from the same pieces it's a different game entirely and it's not as good Mm -hmm. that's also called vampire's kiss i think in europe yeah dracula x chronicles is a psp 2.5 d remake of rondo of blood that also has the original rondo of blood and symphony of the night in the same on the same disc so it's the whole richter like dracula
0: x chronicles it's the whole richter story okay because, yeah, then Richter is the guy from Rondo um, and kind of the guy from or is the guy from Symphony. He also shows up in Portrait of Ruin, mm. um, kind of,
1: because in order to prove like there's a side quest to unlock the power of the vampire killer uh-huh. whip. And to do it, you have to prove yourself to the whip's memory of the last person who wielded it. Which was Richter Belmont, which means you have to fight Richter Belmont in a dream, uh, like, battle. And it's cool, but because he's weak to dark type attacks, and there's only, like, two dark type, like, abilities in the game, most people fight that fight by throwing pies at Richter Belmont because they took the, um, the pie throwing skill from the clown enemy. Mm. Which is one of the very few dark type attacks. So it's very funny. I just...
0: can't... <clears throat> M was telling me after our last episode that I should play which um, Castlevania they thought I should play next. Because they didn't necessarily, I think, think I should just go through um, in order. And th- I think they either said... I think they said Portrait of Ruin. I guess I could scroll through this. Uh, because they said it was one of the easier ones. Um. Anyway, this is not a podcast about Castlevania video games, unless we have more to say about Castlevania video games. Uh, it was nice to see
1: Malachi in the and all
0: called Cthulhu, but um,
1: the names got swapped during the translation. I think of Dawn of Sorrow. Uh maybe more than that. I don't really remember. But the the Cthulhu monster that does the black energy ball, he's cool. That's a that's a that's a nice little friend. Uh the TV show though Weird vibes
0: Weird vibes in the season. Especially toward the back end. Yeah. We're okay, I remember Last time we did this by character. Yeah, it's it's gonna be tricky. In season one, we did this by character. We just, we like, we talked about um, Dracula, we talked about Alucard, we talked about... And the characters are split up. Which makes it easier, almost. We can just talk about each plot line. Yeah. None of them cross. None of Yeah, none of them cross, <clears throat> which makes the f- season feel like the middle chapter in a lot of ways. Season two felt. You, you, you have to watch season one to get to understand season two, obviously. But season two felt like a story unto itself in a big way. And season three has felt disappointing to me because it is, um, clearly all. In in the same way that Season 4 of Ruby is, like, rebuilding after we set the whole show on fire, mm-hmm. um, this is all rebuilding. They've expanded the cast even more. They've expanded, like, the possibility space of the show even more. But not in the same type of way that Season 2 did, because Season 2 introduced all these new people. And they were all in Brela. They were all in the castle or, like, right outside the castle, kind of bouncing off each other, you know? Now everybody's scattered to the winds. We got, like, four different stories that are all going to probably hit some big climax I'm in the i I'm pretty sure Brayla
1: was just the city with the rivers that they fought at the end, where the castle ended up. Yes, that's true. But the castle in- was kind of moving mm-hmm. around for a little bit. So... I want to save Isaac for a little while later. Okay. Who do you want to start with? I feel I figure we could talk about like the mainline story after I sneeze.
0: Okay. okay. <coughs> Who we got? We got Isaac. We've got Trevor and Saifa and St. Germain and Judge. Judge. Well, maybe maybe we'll start there. But let's just—I just want to like make sure I, I have everyone straight in my head. Um, we've got and Lenore. Hector and Lenore, and Carmilla's court was what yeah. I was going to say. Um But mostly Hector and Lenore. And then we have Alucard and his traitorous tops? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! When we mentioned the weird vibes, it's almost all entirely around Alucard and his weird and traitorous tops. last minute twists. Yeah. But like, let's start with Alucard. It is it, Alucard and his very strange vibes
1: very strange vibes i should look up those two characters and see what is sumi and taka yeah
0: um uh i guess i'll do some summarizing of this to ground to like um just ground us both and like make sure we're on the same page um you know there's about a month two month gap between seasons two and three um and Alucard is living in Dracula's castle and the Belmont hold, feeling extremely lonely. He has made little dolls of Trevor and Saifa and he is talking to them. Um, he is met in the woods one day in his solitude by Sumi and Taka, who, um, uh, say that they are from japan they were part of um cho's court uh cho had like um basically a human slave honor guard type somebody
1: somebody on twitter posts are sumi and taka siblings someone please respond and samuel Dietz, the director of the castlevania netflix series replied
0: no okay there were that vibes was, there were was, weird vibes yes, They're partners yes that is a lot of weird vibes cleared up because i was never sure if they were a brother and sister or what they were to each other but so so they show up from cho's court cho uh was summoned to dracula's castle was killed in the battle last season um like and they, I'm um, sure
1: she got really owned or something. She got
0: really fucking owned. She got owned There's in something mist related. I feel like she got owned in that kick ass scene um, where like they started playing the like symphonic version of um, Vampire Killer. I think that was as it. like it might have been Bloody Tears. Uh, I don't remember Alucard, Trevor, and Sypha like storm the castle.
1: God, that owned God. <laughs> the animation on the fight scene at the very end of this season was very cool. Yes different from last time.
0: Yes. So, Sumi and Taka um, are there, and Alucard is... They are like, okay, Cho... It sounds like Cho's probably dead from the battle. Alucard isn't really sure, but, like, she's probably dead. We we saw her die. Um, but they want to go back to Japan and, um... Uh... Like, liberate everybody who is, like, under vampire control. That's what they say, and then they have a lot of interest in, like, moving the castle, but, like... And the last scene of them is supposed to make that have been sinister the whole time, but like the rest of it doesn't really
1: work.
0: they're, They're very suspicious. They're very, like, um... They're running around the f- the woods, like, frolicking with Alucard and, like, yeah. play, tackling him. And, like, Call almost, like, ah, ha, 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 JK, unless. <laughs>
1: like, um. Like the, the one vine where the, he comes out and's like, no, you change your shirt. No, you change your shirt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's exactly that. Um. <sighs> and it was, the vibes were weird. The vibes were weird. And then they came in to have a very long sex scene with Alucard because Alucard needed something to be cut back to during the big,
1: like, scene where everyone was getting intercut with each other. Yes, yes. The beautiful night, as Isaac puts it.
0: Episode nine that was, was great. So good. It was really fucking good. <sighs> I
1: wish Hector could have a good life. <laughs> yeah. I wish something good would happen we'll, to Hector we'll talk, just once. We'll
0: talk about him. Um. So. Uh, Sumi and Taka um, are, like, suspicious, but you can't really tell what's going on, and they're getting training from Alucard about how to kill vampires. I wasn't
1: entirely sure they were real.
0: Yeah. I thought, thought for
1: most of the, sh- the season that they were, like, phantoms that Alucard had invented
0: to, like, ease his loneliness, and I thought that it would, like, zoom out on an empty field at one point. Until, like, like in episode 8, there's a scene of, like, them talking to each other and Alucard's not there, which, that scene should have been way more sinister than it was if they wanted to set up the thing that happens in in the final moments. But, so they have this conversation about, like, oh, Alucard is so lonely and he's punishing himself for killing his father and, you know, things that are all kind of set up in like, what? I just want to make sure that we're still recording. Okay. Um... You know, uh, all, all of where Alucard is set up... All of, all of where Alucard is at was set up really well at the end of Season 2, I thought. this The scene where Alucard is hanging out in this empty castle and he just sees the ghost of Dracula, but it's not a real ghost. It's just like, you know, hmm. the things he's haunted by. Like, they are noticing what Alucard is like after everything that happened in Season 2. Uh, but they don't say they don't say anything sinister in that scene and it doesn't really come together for me. I think it wasn't sinister. I think it was like,
1: just an unfortunate miscommunication. Like, it feels like people who are hurt, hurting each other. Yeah. It feels like a bunch of people who are traumatized, bumping up against each other and like acting outside of, what would be, like, appropriate responses to things mm-hmm. and ending up getting each other hurt mm-hmm. even worse. That's what it felt like. Yes. Like, they both share this trauma of being, like, not exactly the same, but, like, they are from a an oppressive, like, rule. Yes. Like, like Sumi and Taka are not descendants of the vampires that were ruling, but they were... But both of them felt... The, the the like pressure of that rule, like Alucard
0: was stuffed in a coffin for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they have this conversation, and then you know the next time we see them, they have they come into <coughs> Alucard's room at night and have incredibly weird sex with him, just the weirdest sex that you can have for much longer than they needed to, because what they're really doing is getting him vulnerable. So that they can tie him up and try to kill him, Mm -hmm. but then he has his magic sword that he can control with his mind, and like mind controls the sword and kills them. And he's very sad and he's very traumatized about it. Yes. Um, God, I cannot get over how weird the vibes are around all of this, and it it because it. (laughs) I just wanted to show you this tweet of.
1: Me at the end of season two versus season three, and it's somebody, like, dabbing at Alucard's tears, and he's just crying more (laughs) in season three. Um, Anyway, it's because all of the scenes have this weird dreamlike quality to them. Yeah. The framing is weird. The dialogue feels off. Yeah. But it's
0: not. Like, on paper, this is not as, like... Terrible, evil, reprehensible as everything that's going to go on in the Carmilla stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. But the vibes are just wretched vibes around all of this. It's just weird and off-putting and good. I I was... This was maybe my least favorite storyline. Sure, but that's because I love some of the other stuff so much. Until... Oh? So... Episode 10, we'll get to this in a moment, um, or we'll get to this in, like, an hour or something, but episode 10, Trevor and Sypha and Saint Germain stop, um... like, Dracula from being resurrected. Um, It is not by his hand that he is once again given flesh.
1: Um, He's not given flesh.
0: Yes. But he he is made aware of the attempt. Yes. But, um... So... This this part of the show is like, oh, actually, we're not going to bring back Dracula. Oh, that was just a feint, you know? And over in Dracula's castle, um, Alucard has, like, outside of the castle, just put Sumi and Taka's, like, bloody corpses on stakes to scare off people, and is, like... Uh, and and remarks upon how this is very similar to things that Vlad did and how he is becoming well, like he, his dad. He says, All he says is, this worked for dad, mm-hmm. basically.
1: Like, but yeah, you said after the credits were rolling that we don't need to resurrect Dracula if you just make Alucard turn into Dracula. Yeah. Which is an interesting angle. Yeah, and you... I I, li- I like that every Castlevania continuity has a different Alucard. Mm-hmm. I like that they're very different characters. Mm-hmm but um that's it's cool it's interesting i want to know where it's going yeah i does this end with another trevor versus alucard fight
0: yeah like does alucard become the despot that dracula <clears throat> was you know mhm um anyway that's a, that's all i have about this storyline unless we want to yeah, it's it's one of the shorter ones. Yeah, there's less that happens in it. Um, well, you see, there's less that happens, but I think it gets almost as much screen time as anything else, which is a big part of my... I Like I say, a lot of my pacing problems would have been resolved if I had just checked and realized it was 10 episodes, <coughs> but not all of them. I do feel like all... A lot of the scenes in this season just run like maybe a minute longer than they this should fe- this
1: season feels like it should be a twenty two episode show like the the pacing does feel like a like a full ass anime season
0: yeah yeah it's got um I was thinking about uh, I have only seen I've only seen the first two seasons of Shira partly because. Season 1 I really liked, because season 1 was like a story, much like I felt like season 1 and 2 of Castlevania were like a story. Season 2 really felt like it left off halfway through of Shira, and I I don't quite get the same vibe, but I... Think... Isn't one of those seasons like four episodes long, though, in the middle? Or is it Voltron? Know. That might be Voltron. Who? Fucking... I w- it's the same show. I would... Netflix it has a lot of weird production stuff, uh-huh. especially around the animation. You yeah, know? like how many episodes is season four of Castlevania gonna be? Is it gonna be? It be wild. Yeah, like are gonna they be gonna six. Keep... Yeah, I. I don't know. Um, I guess we'll find out in a year. Um, but anyway. Next storyline. Yeah. You wanna do Trevor or I was thinking we could we would do Carmilla, then Trevor and Cypher, and then, and then um, Isaac at the end? Isaac at the end. Okay. You like the Isaac stuff enough that I'm just gonna let you end on it because it was your favorite stuff. I am I don't have that much to say about it necessarily, but it's very cool and good. I like it a lot, and he's my well, favorite
1: character now. <laughs> let's
0: okay. How about this? How about we do Carmilla, then Isaac, then, then Trevor we... and Sypha? Because that's yeah. like that is like the main story. Everything else is Castlevania guide in to me. Castlevania adventure, if you will. Ca- Castlevania the adventure. Mm-hmm. Rebirth. Okay. So let's do let's do Carmilla. That's then kid I- Dracula to me. Carmilla, Isaac, Trevor, and Saifa. So, Carmilla shows up. She has walked back to Styria from Mm Brela 800 miles, as she says to us so many times. She has walked back because she lost the horses. Uh, She's lost almost all of her men, but she has towed Hector all the way. Yes. Um, Basically, she wants to take over a huge
1: chunk of land and make an enclosure, and basically have a whole sort of fun time party pit with all the humans inside that she controls, make a big nation of vampire controlled area where they can just drink humans forever.
0: Yes, and we are introduced to her three bratty
1: subs. They're not all subs they, they It seems like a whole company of switches,
0: yeah, it was just they're married. Like, the four they of them
1: ha- are married. The f- all four of them wear a ring on their left ring finger to symbolize
0: their devotion to each other, their loyalty to each other. Yes. So, yes, they're married. Yes, but two of them are more married than the rest of them are. We've got, we've got Carmilla, who is the dreamer. Carmilla shows up after walking 800 miles and is like, We're now going to build an empire, darling. <laughs> With a glass uh, of wine. Yeah, like, um, we've got Striga. Who is the warlord. She's big. She big. <laughs> she big? She Russian? She vampire. Yeah. <laughs> um, she talks like a vampire. We've got Morana. Yes. Um, who's, like, the administrator. She's
1: literally Vampire Josephine from Dragon Age Inquisition. I don't know what that means. She's like a secretary, mastermind, yeah. like... Every... just uh, All the books and writing and shit, like... All the management stuff. Like, that's... At the ward table, you got Striga as your Cullen. You got Morana as as your Josephine. And, um... And you got, um... I guess you'd have Carmilla as your other one. The Paladin. Whose name I can't remember,
0: but she's the butch who's actually straight. Um... Marana gets the, like, least <clears throat> amount of story, but it's because she is just quietly, like, kicking ass. She's, like, just, like, quietly just, like, oh, yes, 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 I've paid all the, Ar- like, I've done all the army's payroll. Like, <laughs> I've, um, you know, like, decided we are going to ration this much blood to this, these people. Like, she's just, like, doing everything that needs to be doing, which is great. <laughs> And she and Striga are married-married. Yeah, like, she and Striga are even more married than the rest of them are. And they have
1: some nice moments
0: together. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I, at one point, had shouted, uh, get fucked Voltron at the She sh- did do that. <laughs> um... It's... Maras also the one who has
1: the more female guards line. Yes. An empire <laughs> ruled by four
0: women! Um... Because striga and morana don't get as quite as much story um here carmilla doesn't get a lot of story here actually but carmilla got so much season two that she can kind of coast through this season she she like started season two
1: as an extra and like rose up to be a main antagonist throughout the course of the season yeah like after she killed peter Stormare, like all bets were off yeah um, Man, ripped to that guy. <laughs> fucking ripped to that guy. Was, I, yeah.
0: He was fun. He was real fun. Um, so, <clears throat> I, I guess I'll just make a m- moment here to comment on. I am perhaps infamously really critical about ideas of like representation in media. <clears throat> yeah. um, I really don't like being pandered to. I really don't like being tokenized. I really do not like being sold the concept of seeing people like me in media and I should like it because there's representation. And all that said, mm-hmm. I really like the stuff in the Season of Castlevania because it feels it feels intentional. It feels like they know that like putting like a gigantic woman and like <laughs> um Two conventionally attractive white ladies and, like, a brown woman, like, in this weird polyamorous Mm -hmm. thing, like, it feels like an intentional, like, nod to the gay fans, like, we're giving you the shit that you want. But it, the only people who know more about Castlevania than me, the Discord with four gay teens. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. out there somewhere.
1: Um, I think we've made that joke on the podcast,
0: right? we we made that that joke originally on the podcast. There's just a Discord somewhere of, like, four gay teens who, mm-hmm. like, know everything about Castlevania. Because um, they, like, read the, sh-
1: the shit that I won't read. Like, they read all the mangas and, like... Yeah. Because I can't...
0: <clears throat> I don't have the attention span for that. It, it feels like... The inclusion of this stuff is intentional as like a like we want gays to watch this show and like you know, see themselves, but it feels more subtle. It doesn't feel like it's beating you they over do the brow have, with representation. It, it is
1: like a cast of characters that lend itself well to fandom. Yes. To the fandom dynamic. Yes. Like they want people to do shit posts for the like this character is is this archetype, this character is this archetype. Yeah.
0: Like it feels like a very Tumblr-friendly show. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you could make all sorts of GIFs well, of, like... sure. I'm just thinking about the guy who kills kids for fun. <laughs> like, that's not gonna we'll get to him. Tumblr. We'll get to him. Um, it feels like a very fandom show, but it just... I didn't feel... It felt intentional, but it didn't feel pandering at any point, at least to me. Um, it felt like we are Mm -hmm. going to name this and be specific about it, but we are not going to have, like, a bunch of characters walk on a screen and say, I am a lesbian. I am, like, here are my marginal identities that I will now list (coughs) for you. It felt like they hit a good balance on it. Yeah, sure. Anyway. Anyway. Lenore. Autumn. I... Should not kin Lenore, because she does turn that guy into a slave and have sex with him. I should not... At the same time. At the same time. Uh, She is... In reverse order, but at the same time. On paper, if you write down the things that she does in this season... Maybe the most evil character in the whole show, other mm-hmm. than the guy who wants to kill all the humans. Like you have the guy who wants to
1: kill all the humans in the show, so you can't really. Like, I Isaac don't. I don't Ma- even know if that's evil. Who
0: knows? Yeah. is that evil? <laughs> I I joke to you that if we can't have communist revolution, I will settle for Vlad's plan of just killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> like I I don't know you. This
1: is a very Tumblr post thing of, like, who was the most evil character? But
0: she's, like, really fucking vile, right? right? But also, I simply kin Lenore. I'm sorry. I'm, I I kin. I'm sorry. <laughs> the law is not on my side, sir. If I kin, sir. But do you kin?
1: Do you I kin do, me? <laughs> I do, Stan. So Lenore is the pet play vampire with red hair. So yeah,
0: Striga is the warlord, Morana is the administrator, Carmilla is the, like, plan maker... The leader. The leader. Lenore is, like, maybe doesn't have quite so defined a role Diplomacy. in this... Diplomacy. Yeah, she's like the She's diplomar. the people person. She's the people person. She is specifically the, like, manipulator, and she spends the season in this, like, really good slow burn storyline that evokes all my favorite stuff about season two of the show Um of slowly seducing Hector, basically. Um, Because... They never once
1: mentioned the thing with Hector in this season. Yeah. And I wonder if that's, like, just not a thing anymore. The thing where he's like... They describe him as being, like, a child, or, like, having the mind of a child, yeah. or something like that, and, like, there's, like, seems to be just gone.
0: Yeah, he's, like, slow is, like, one word that I think is thrown around in season two that is, like, a definitely problematic term. I don't even think
1: they say that. I think they keep it to, like... Period colloquialisms, like yeah, they they treat him like he's a child, and then the and his like flashbacks and stuff. He's just like have, has this big like childlike expressions all the time. Like when he's happy, when he's working with Dracula, he acts in that way, and it's like it's just like sort of a vague like developmental disorder thing. Yeah, and they don't really
0: they seem to have just
1: completely dropped that in this season.
0: Cause there's he's, like. One line where, like, Striga calls him an idiot, but it's not, like, in the same way that he was being called an idiot last season. He's just... She's just, like, calling him an idiot because, like, people in this show swear a little more than I think they should. Yeah, like... Not that idiot is swear, but you know. It's... I mean. So it's like, it feels like they're kind of walking that angle back yeah. a little bit. Which is good, <laughs> because it was a weird, uncomfortable angle that I was never... And it had, like... Hector from
1: Castlevania, the video game, is just a former, like, lieutenant of Dracula's who used to do evil shit, and now he's like, hmm, what if I didn't do evil shit, actually? Uh What if I, like, did good shit and also killed the only other guy who can do my evil magic?
0: Isaac. Yeah. Who, in the video games, is a red-headed twink. Ooh. Okay. Who wears leather pants and no shirt. Okay. We definitely, on the last episode or the first episode... Did look up pictures of Isaac, maybe from Judgment. Um, He's not in Judgment. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, <clears throat> Hector and Isaac didn't make it in, unfortunately. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, um, it, for anyone who doesn't watch the show, uh, Hector is a forge master. He can like create armies of night creatures and monsters. Night creatures, just the way. The TV show gets around
1: saying, video game enemy. Yeah. Like, all the weird mythologically based uh, enemies from the video games are just broadly represented here as monsters that um, have, like, demon or demonic, like, designs. And some of those monsters are straight out of the video game, but not all of them. Most of them aren't.
0: Yeah. Uh, It... In the first two seasons, more of them were straight out of the video game. I think. No. Okay. The first season had none that I remembered. The second season, at the very least, has that like that one pterodactyl <clears throat> dude who yeah. carries that other dude. Swagger and Gaivon were
1: in the first action scene at, in season two, um, and I guess there was a cyclops in season one, but I don't remember if that was exactly yeah from anything, but like. There are references, but it's not overbearing at all. Like, yeah uh, this this season had two really cool ones. One was mm-hmm. Cthulhu mm-hmm. at the end. The other one was Legion. Yeah, I did not expect Legion to happen. We'll but get that was there. Cool. We'll
0: get there. So Ugh. Hector is a forge master. He can make these night creatures. Um, so Carmilla, if she wants to conquer like this 800 mile stretch of land between Styria and Brela, is going to need an army of the undead uh, to do it. Uh, They are going to need Hector to cooperate, but he obviously doesn't really (coughs) want to do that after, um... (coughs) He doesn't really want to do that after um, Carmilla, like, tortured him. And there's the
1: added complication that any creatures that he creates are loyal to him. Yes. Because he's the one who's
0: making them. So what they they don't want him to create a big army and then just turn it on them. You know? Um. So Lenore is tasked with winning Hector's loyalty and getting him to build this army. There's also another thing of like, oh, where are we going to get all the bodies that he's going to turn into the army of the undead? That's still not resolved? Or that is resolved? I can't remember. No, they bring that up and then leave it.
1: Because then they focus on Isaac's storyline after that in that episode. Where Isaac just has a bunch of night creatures roaming around. Yeah. So, Um, don't know how that's going to
0: come together. But, But, um, so... She, in each episode, just gets a scene with him where she is basically trying... She is trying to seduce him. And she is making it look like he is seducing her. She, like is pulling him closer, and, like, you know, she's calling him good boy, like, she's a top, but, like, she's, like, interested in him, and, um, like, it's just all really good, they just have such good, like, back and forths, and, like, she is, like, playing him, and you always know, you always know that she is playing him, but she is putting on such a good act that you, as the viewer, at least for me, like, wait—is she actually like—is she actually going to like portray Carmilla and run away with him? Like, because like that's where the seduction goes—is she's like, no, Hector, like we're going to run away and I'm going to like help free you, but but first you have to fuck me. <laughs> first you have to fuck me. Uh huh. <clears throat> um, and while they are fucking, um, she's like. You know, say you're obedient to me, and it starts as like a top thing, as just like, you know, say that you're say that you're obedient, say that like you know you're loyal to me, and then she slips a little ring on his finger, and is like, say, it. was like, say it, <laughs> it, like, say, it say it, and it like I need you to say the words, I am lo- loyal to you, Lenore, <laughs> and he says it, and the ring clamps down, and on he his is- finger. On his finger. Not anything else? Yeah. <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> he's all enveloped by like thorns and he is a slave now. And Lenore like comes back into Carmilla's courtroom and is like I have brought us a slave boy. I want you to get him a big bed and I want you to give him a nice little house right outside the castle because he's very good at fucking and I'm going to train him. Also, he's going to forge us an army. And because he's loyal to me because through the magical...
1: MC Slave Ring, I guess? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> His night creatures will be loyal to her, and she has synchronized rings for everyone to wear that match up with hers so that anyone wearing them can control the monsters. And I, which, that's... I'm curious if what happens if
0: Hector gets one of those rings. Is he loyal to himself? I'm curious what happens... Uh... I'm curious if she has, like, some ace in the hole where she can, like, flip those rings on all of them. But she probably needs them to say, like, <clears throat> I am loyal to you, Lenore. I'm just curious if, like... I don't think that's how this is going to get played. I wonder if Season 4 is going to end up having a plot line where she tries to usurp Carmilla. I don't see that at all. I could. I don't know. I don't think it's going to, but it's it, it's an possibility. I think that Hector is going to
1: figure some way of, like... Getting out of this situation. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I just Hec- want something nice to happen
0: Hec- to Hector. Hector is the... Sh- the thing is that I... I really love Lenore. I know you do, but she's gonna die. The show wants you to sympathize with Hector. Uh, the show... Because, you know, he's not a predator. Uh, mm-hmm. The show wants you to want nice things for Hector. The show wants you to... Just want Hector to get out of this and, like, just be free and not be bothered anymore by these vampires. I just want Lenore to get everything she ever wants in life. Um, That's because you wish you were a redheaded vampire. Shrug. <laughs> I simply want... I simply want to top a boy and then go go and show my three top girls and be like, (laughs) I I topped someone! Everyone look! I topped someone! It would be worth showing off if
1: you could manage it.
0: Um, It also really reminded me of uh, ASAP Rocky gave an interview once where he's like, I have a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bed because I have really, I have a lot of orgies. I need a really nice bed for them. <laughs> I really hope someone on the staff at Castlevania also watched that Rocky interview and decided <laughs> that they were going to put this in the show. I need, Carmilla, I need you to spend a hundred and fifty thousand dollars on this bed so that I can fuck good. Uh, and that's where that ends. Yeah. It's like my favorite shit in the show, but it's all just like... Not a lot happens. It's a very slow burn sort of thing. It's just all executed really well. I was not as warm on that as you were. The, I was also warm on it because there was just a dumb... There was just dumb shit like Lenore transformed into, into bats. <laughs> Lenore transformed into mist and walked through a gate. Yeah. I was just really into that shit. Um, Meanwhile, Isaac has been playing Death Stranding. Yes. I'll let you... I talked a lot through that <clears throat> last segment. I'll let you talk through this segment because you're way more into it. It's
1: just so. Isaac who was thrown into the desert at the end of last season by Dracula. He's like, Ah, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm.
0: That Feeling sucks. very betrayed. By Hector? By he, Carmilla? He feels betrayed by Dracula. He Hector and Carmilla can't betray him because he never trusted them, right? Okay. He feels betrayed by Dracula because... He wanted to... Remember, at the end of season two, he wanted to be with Dracula until the very end. He wanted to, mm-hmm. like, go down fighting beside Dracula, and Dracula pushed him through that mirror. You know? He never trusted anyone else's in Dracula's court to anyway, begin with.
1: Anyway, that season ends with him f- killing two dudes at an oasis mm-hmm. and turning them into night creatures with his knife. Um, <clears throat> and then he's just... I don't know where he's at, like, it's never really made clear where what desert that is, but Mm -hmm. he's just traveling the world with this ever-growing posse of monsters, because every time he goes into a town, they're like, what the fuck are you doing, get out of here, and he's like, I'm just passing through, bro, I'm just walking here, bro, and they're like, no, and he's like, well, if you are gonna be rude to me,
0: I guess I'll just have to kill all of you and turn most of you into monsters. You're forgetting another, you're forgetting an important part of the cycle, which is he goes to a new town, he has a conversation about theology and philosophy. I was going to get to that. And then everybody tries to kick him out and he murders them.
1: Yeah, he has a cool talk with the shopkeeper guy who gives him the mirror. Uh Uh-huh. He, and then he gets kicked out. And then he goes and he gets on a ship and he talks to uh, friends at the table in VC.
0: (laughs) He really does.
1: (laughs) That guy's cool.
0: That guy's so rad. I fucking love that guy.
1: Uh, the captain. Yeah. And then that's a cool scene. He just talks about all of his shit to the captain. <clears throat> yeah,
0: explains, like, his whole story about Dracula betraying him. And
1: and then he goes, and as soon as he gets off the boat, he gets accosted again. Oh, there goes Genoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, at some point, he, uh... Has a bug man that he talks to for a while. Who used to be Socrates. I guess? Yeah. No. Because
0: he talks about Christians. Right. Like Socrates or Plato, one of them. I don't know. I I don't know anything about shit. I think those were a little bit before Jesus. Were they? I think so. Well,
1: news to me. They were in the B.C.s. Before Jesus.
0: Oh wow like 400 years before Jesus yeah okay <clears throat> well anyway
1: no he was just a philosopher of some kind and then he got killed by Christians or something in some uh-huh. sort of inquisition or 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 uh, uh what's it called when you go out and you turn you convert people what's that an inquisition No the other one. Not missionary, but, like, there's another word that I'm not thinking of. I don't remember.
0: I think it was just an inquisition.
1: (laughs) Evangelizing. Yeah. (coughs) Anyway, that's a cool conversation he has with his bug man. He's like, hey, you're the one monster I've got who talks good. Tell me who you are. And That's nice. Um, We
0: get a little into season one, like, atheism shit that was really annoying in season one, but it's a lot better here because we've had a couple episodes of setting up like, Isaac is a somewhat faithful, former Muslim, current Muslim He realizes during his journey
1: that he has stopped praying and goes back to it. Yeah. He like, picks it back up, and he's like, his faith is still important to him. Yes. Even with all of these other beliefs about killing people and turning them into monsters and like Emptying hell, mm. uh, he is that. That is all still rooted in his his religion and his faith, and that's a very interesting character.
0: Oh, uh, <coughs> we also should establish. Um, so he he gets a mirror from the shopkeeper, like you mentioned, um, and in the shopkeeper in the mirror, he looks for Hector because he's like Hector betrayed Dracula. I'm still loyal to Dracula, even though Dracula betrayed me, and. He doesn't know if Dracula's dead. He assumes Dracula. I, someone tells him that Dracula is dead. I think. I think maybe the captain tells him that Dracula is dead. I don't remember. Anyway, um, he sees Hector. He sees Hector is in Styria with Carmilla, and is like, "You know what? I've got nothing to live for anymore. I'm going to go ruin Carmilla's day and kill Hector. Fuck all these people." <laughs> And yeah, it just goes on this little philosophical pilgrimage to go kill Carmilla. She um, He hates <clears throat> Carmilla. He hates Hector. And then he gets
1: to this old lady who's just one of the old ladies from Dark Souls 2. Yeah. And she's cool as fuck. Oh my god, <clears throat> she owns. He's like, how badass are you? And she's like, check out my anime lights. <laughs> and then she starts glowing with power. Um, and she sends him to go fight this magician who took over a town and turned everyone into slaves to build a monument.
0: Yeah, he's like hanging out in like Saruman's tower, basically. Yeah, um,
1: weird design note on everyone being mind controlled by this guy is that they're all slaves, and they've all got Jesus crowns? Yeah, they've like, all got, they're all wearing a crown of thorns, all of that's them. That's, like, the representation of the control is, like, a crown of thorns and, like, an eye in the middle. Yeah. And the nice, like, bl- teal color? Bluish mm-hmm. yeah. aquamarine color? It's a very cool effect. Yeah. Um, and he just starts converting them into
0: night monsters, yeah, she's basically like. He he tells her like I'm going to Styria. I'm going to go kill kill Carmilla, and she's like, "Oh, that sounds like the kind of cool shit I would have gotten up to back in my day." She's like kind of old and kind of like not as powerful as she was, but she's like, "That sounds like the I cool- think she's
1: a forge master."
0: She she's yeah,
1: practitioner. He calls her a fellow practitioner. Yes. I think she's a. She could just be some variant of like dark magic.
0: Yeah, something we should also touch on is that like. He keeps bumping into people who, like, know about magic and know about Forge Mastery, and it's so cool like, the way that it built the world of, like, this is very much at, like, the fringes of the world, but the, it's not just, Trevor's not the only person on Earth who knows about magic. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, there are other people who know about magic. There, he meets two people in the season who are blind, but can smell him because he's a Forge Master. Um... The shopkeeper. The shopkeeper who's like, I'm giving you this mirror because when I go to hell, I want someone like you to help me out. <laughs> yeah, the old lady's not blind. Yeah, The old lady says she can smell him, though. But, she, but you said that two people were blind. Oh, not... well, she says that she can smell him, yeah. and I assumed she was blind. She's not blind. Okay.
1: She has very, like, vividly drawn eyes in a way that the show does not p- depict uh, blind people with.
0: Yeah, that's <clears> true. <throat> So yeah, she's like, that sounds like the cool shit I would have gotten up to back in my day. Um, Well, just so you know, the next town over has like a whole lot, a lot, a lot of people uh, who are all like slaves that you could definitely just turn into night creatures. And also I'm pretty sure the magician controlling them all has like a really big transference mirror so you could teleport right into Carmilla's castle with an entire (laughs) army Which is uh, exactly the sort of shit that I'm ready for, (laughs) um, and so that's what he does. He goes and like raids that town, and like you almost think he's not going to pull it off, but he pulls it off. He kills the magician, and but the magician turns all of the slaves into
1: legion. Yeah, video game boss that is a big ball of bodies. Yeah, and it's cool as shit. It's cool as shit. And Isaac gets, like, the only happy ending of the season. Yeah. <laughs> like, after all the introspection and, like, moping. Yeah. And all that, he gets, like, a nice quiet ending where he's going to... He's accomplished something, he's going to go pursue his goals,
0: and he's feeling good about himself. In When he was talking to the captain um, of the boat, uh, he was saying that, like... He was telling a story, and he was talking to the captain about the nature of stories, and he was like, you know, um, I'm just, like, you know, a side character in Dracula's story. He's still very loyal to Dracula. He still sees himself as Dracula's man, uh, just wants to help Drac. And the captain is like, um you know, the story you just told me is, like, an exciting story in and of itself, and, you know, Dracula was a character in your story, and you can have a story, too. Uh, And, like, whether consciously or not, Isaac really, like, takes that on, and Mm -hmm. Isaac starts to, like, find goals for himself and finds, like, purpose outside of killing everyone to help Dracula.
1: And then that guy's also like, hey, what if you became our leader, what if you ruled instead of just destroyed? Yeah. What if you like were a cool guy? Yeah. What if you're like a king but like good? Yeah. And he's like, "Hmm." And then he takes another drink of water. Then we have Trevor and Saifa okay. um
0: <clears throat> which is like the main storyline. Which can be pretty easily summed up. Yes. Um, you want me to summon it? Yes, I'm tired of talking. Okay. So, Trevor and Cypher, um, you know, they... they part not
1: us in Belmont. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they part from, uh, Alucard, and they have been wandering through the countryside for a month or two, like, just killing random night creatures, getting on adventures, and just having a really good time, like, falling for each other and, like... Fucking. Fucking a lot. Lots of fucking. All sorts of fucking. Probably Um, only one sort. (laughs) Um, who do you think tops? Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Straight people be like that, I guess. Neither of them are straight. Yeah, they... Yeah.
1: Anyway. But I just think that Saifa is a little bit bratty until
0: you get into it, and
1: then she's not a bratty at all.
0: Okay. Anyway. Um, so they are. They end up in this um, village called Lindenfeld, where they're just like, oh, we're just going to stay for a couple days. And they meet a couple... Uh, interesting characters. They meet Prior Sala, who was the leader of the church in town, who is uh, very recently um, there was an attack by a night creature, uh, a handful of night creatures in town, and one of the night creatures um, like left or one of the night creatures broke off from the others, went into the church and there was a big flashing light, and the like. Pri- everyone in the priory was suddenly like, "Oh, we're actually done with Jesus now. We're not into Jesus anymore. Uh, we're all about Dracula now. We're big Dracula fans here." Dracula. Yeah, he always says Dracula. Um, it's very good. I really like how he talks. Um, and so that's the priors' deal. Um, he meets um, Judge, who is kind of the mayor of this town, who's like very strict and harsh, but he just wants to maintain order. He just wants everything to be good. He's he's a kind enough person if you if you respect him. Yeah, um, <clears throat> just you know, a, a, an upstanding civic servant. Um, and um, Saint Germain, who is an enigmatic weirdo buying apples in the weirdest way that you can buy apples and just being like, oh, but the nature of time is such that the apple should only be $2 instead of (laughs) 3
1: In the video games, he is a time traveler. Mm -hmm. He shows up in Curse of Darkness, which is the one that Hector and Isaac are from. But he's way more Twinkie than that one.
0: Yeah, he's kind of a cool old guy. Saint Germain, kind of hot, actually. Not the hottest, but like a little hot. Oh, I
1: cannot go down this road with you.
0: I'm not saying he's super hot. I'm saying he's like a little hot, and I'm saying we have friends, I won't name them here, who will absolutely get down with Saint Germain. She's going to be very cross with you. Um. I was thinking of someone else who does not use she, her pronouns. We'll discuss this off mic. Okay. Um, <clears throat> oh, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, you know. You know. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Um, Other roads I can't go down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so Judge says, Judge pulls Cypher uh, and Trevor aside and is like, I want you to investigate the Priory. Some weird shit's going down there. They keep talking about Dracula and hell and being fucking (laughs) weirdos. uh, And I'm not having it. And they hang out in town and they discuss and Trevor, like, kind of agonizes because he really just wants to settle down with this beautiful girl and, you know... Uh... Trevor is given this like little hint of a peaceful and quiet life that he just never has seen or felt before and he's very much living, you know, something he <coughs> says at the end of the season is he he was living Cypha's life of, as a speaker and um but they're they're investigating the priory and just getting up to like just what they believe to be low stakes hijinks. They think that um, the the prior the like monks are just going to be like cultists who maybe are going to like summon a handful of night creatures and do a bad spell and call it a day. And they they probably suspect that they'll just go in, whip a couple people, and leave town again. Um, Saint Germain is looking for this thing called the infinite corridor so that he can get back to, presumably, you know, as we learned throughout the course of the season, he wants to get back to, like, his boyfriend that he lost in the Infinite Corridor. That person is not gendered or given a face. No. Um, so I have decided that he's getting back to his boyfriend. That's what I've decided. He's, like, clearly in love with someone, and they got separated in the Infinite Corridor, which is essentially just this, like, thing that is connecting all sorts of, like,
1: parallel universes and and
0: time maybe parallel universes maybe all this universe i
1: mean he's a time traveler in the video game yeah and seems to have something to do with the vampire the demon castle war maybe he like alludes to the events of 1999 but yeah it's
0: very unclear he has a dream where he sees the infinite corridor and he sees like an, ha- an African savannah um, and a with, mech. With a mech in it. Yeah, a mech walks across it that's animated in 3D and weird looking. And he sees, like, an <clears throat> aboriginal man, like, he yeah, Like, the waving. portal opens up, and then there's this aboriginal, uh,
1: like, person performing some kind of ritual, maybe? Yeah. And then he's like, no, go away now. And he shuts the door on him, it yeah. seems like.
0: <clears throat> What's there's another one before the big one. The other one is the spaceship? Yeah, he sees a spaceship. Oh, he <clears throat> also sees like uh like futuristic Aztec pyramid thing. Uh and Trug? sees sees like five people running on it in like different colors. It looks like he looks at Voltron characters for a second. <laughs> it seems like
1: that's going to happen. Like that scene is going to be a thing in like four seasons,
0: <laughs> like, right? Exactly. It feels like <clears throat> setting up for some like, and then like everyone on Twitter will post like, "Oh my gosh, this was foreshadowed." You know, that's not really foreshadowing. That's like, yeah, reading the script out of order.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. It's a time space fuckery. Then there's he,
0: like- he, see, he sees he um, sees in his dream this like M C Escher like staircases and weird geometries that also kind of is evoking Dracula's castle a little bit, kind of reminds you of that stuff. I... I will say, there is
1: uh, one other time traveler in Castlevania. (sighs) So, in the canceled Dreamcast game, Mm. Castlevania... uh, Re resurrection i think um <clears throat> it would have featured Sonia belmont who was from legends which was a game boy game which was non-canon which is the only non-canon castlevania game hmm. um because she ends up like getting with alucard and then that means that the belmont l- like, family is related to Dracula? Mm. <clears throat> Which was just weird.
0: Yeah. But, um... Anyway. Anyway. So, Saint Germain <clears throat> thinks that there is... I'm a- just saying,
1: the silhouette could be Sonia Belmont. That would be cool. That would be cool as fuck. Um. And... Trevor was told about the Infinite Corridor by some... Woman relation of his. Yes. Whose name we are not
0: given. So I'm just saying. Mm. Um. But. Uh, Saint Germain is here because he has a little rock that, like, points him in the direction of. Um, the Infinite Corridor. The Infinite Corridor. Doors to the Infinite Corridor, uh, which are very few and far between. And it has brought him to Lindenfeld, which he starts to try to, like,. ...ingratiate himself to the Priory. He's like, oh, well, I've heard you have a lot of books in the Priory... ...and it sounds like you can't read a lot of the books. Uh, I, I'm i a scholar. I would love to, like, organize your books for you. And so... um, ...like... he ...he's, like, hanging out in the Priory trying to snoop... ...and this is how he ends up seeing that uh, they have a night creature... ...locked up in the basement um locked up quote unquote it is it has instructed the monks to crucify it mm-hmm. um it is a night creature created by Isaac uh that seems to be not obeying Isaac's commands or you know i don't here's the what? thing is a secret desire of Isaac's heart could be to resurrect dracula and this Creature could be tuned into that. Now, in the last
1: season, didn't the castle like pop into a bunch of different places at the end?
0: Yeah, as they were could breaking it have the
1: popped over this village. Yeah, momentarily, is that like a thing that we didn't?
0: Yeah, or like somewhere near the village, like for <clears throat> sure. Yeah, as she was breaking right because the engine for the castle used to be that like D twenty that was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> CG yeah. animated, like the like the save points in Symphony. So. I might
1: go back and look. That might literally be the case of, like, oh, that's why there was night, There were night monsters, like,
0: a few weeks ago. Yeah. Because that would have... Yeah. Anyway. so I don't remember. That could be a thing. He's investigating the Priory from this one angle. Um, siphon and Trevor are investigating from the other angle. They keep bumping into each other because they're like, oh, you're the weird traveler in town. And the other person's like, no, you're the weird traveler in town. Um, and kind of exchange notes and... They're like, okay, there's a night creature in the basement, we can tell that they're doing some black magic, some ritual, um, some bad shit is gonna go down, and um, Judge uh, is all like, okay, you know what I'm gonna do is I'm going to, um, get all the men at arms in town, uh, and we're going to go knock on the priors' door, and, like, um, like, sort this shit out. We're probably gonna... Like, there's gonna be a battle. Cypher um, and Trevor are like, we're gonna do what we do best, and we're gonna go kill that night creature. We just need you to give us an opening. And... Um, Saint Germain is... They're just, they are just helping out Saint Germain just to help him out. They just, like... They have a conversation, and like, he doesn't seem to have very many friends. We should just try to be friendly to him, because it literally doesn't matter to us one way or the other. Why wouldn't we just be friendly to this, like, very lonely man? And so they're like, oh, we'll help you get to that infinite corridor in the basement. And he's like, what do you want in return? And they're like, nothing. We're just helping you, dude. And he's like, oh, I just haven't had that ever. That's really nice of you. It's very sweet. I just love how they are toward, um, Mm -hmm. Saint Germain. Um... And, you know, so they go raid, and... Um, it's a big fight. It's very cool. It's big fight. <clears throat> um, like I say, had been very unhappy with the pacing throughout this whole season. And then in episode 9, which is principally the big raid on the Priory, um, we are constantly coming back and forth between the Priory and the sex between Lenore and Hector, the sex between, um... Alucard, Sumi, and Taka? Sumi and Taka, and the sex, or er, no, not the sex! <laughs> the, uh, raid that Isaac is doing on, um, this, like, lich tower thing. Uh, and it's, like, a really cool just, like, protracted action sequence montage sex scene episode, and this is all super good stuff, um, and... I feel like I'm rambling, but it's fine. Um, They get down there, and like, the night creature has been giving the monks instructions on how to resurrect Dracula, and they are like, They set a bunch of houses on fire across town, and they are, like... Harvesting the souls. Harvesting souls, and they're dumping it into this night creature, and this night creature is using the souls to, like, open a portal into hell. And Saint Germain is like, I need you to cover me, and I can try to, like, close the portal into hell. And Saifa and Trevor are, like, killing, like, other night creatures are pouring out of the portal, and they're killing those, and they're killing the big boss guy. (laughs) It's very cool. I like this all a lot. (laughs) And San Germain <laughs> is like episode nine ends on the portal to hell, and it's um uh, Vlad and Lisa like hanging out in their burnt house in hell, and they look at the camera and you're like, "My boy, my boy, he's coming back! <laughs> I want him uh, and they look at the camera and in episode ten um as the portal is about to let Dracula through, Dracula is reaching through the portal. Um, Saint Germain hops on the back of the big boss monster, and he sticks his crystal thing for the infinite corridor into the boss monster, and he's like, show me what I want to see. And he sees his like partner, who is perhaps Sonia Belmont, uh, and he's like, there we go. And he jumps through the portal, and... Dracula is not resurrected. Dracula does not come back through the portal. I was very disappointed. <clears throat> Extremely disappointed. And then Siphon Se- Trevor kill all the monsters. It's a very good action scene. Yeah. And then their story continues <clears throat> and uh-huh. adds a bunch of weird unnecessary dark child predator shit to the but show. But not
1: like what
0: you not think... a child sexual predator, just a <clears throat> literal like the
1: movie Predator just, yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> just literally killing children. So
0: <clears throat> the we had seen a scene in like episode 8 or something where Jud, the judge, the mayor guy, is like, um, Hey little boy, you're running through my town and you know I don't like when kids run in my town. I've told you 20 times to <clears throat> stop running in my town. I hate when kids run. And the kid's like, oh, I'm sorry, Judge. And he's like, well, I know why you're running. It's because you like getting those fresh apples in the morning, don't you? And he's like, yep. And he's like, okay, well, if you go out, you know, in the woods and you go past here and you turn right here, there's a big apple tree. And that's my apple tree. And you can go pick three apples from it. And the boy's like, oh, thanks. And he runs out to the tree. And it's just like, oh, Judge is like a good man. He's like a good you know, he's really harsh, he's really <clears throat> stern, but he's a good man. He's kind to the children. Um, and then he tells, um... After he gets stabbed by Prior Sala. Yeah, like, in the big battle, you know, <clears throat> two episodes later he gets stabbed by Prior Sala <clears throat> and he's like, he's like, Pryor Sala, I see now like, um... That you were a good man and you deserved more of my respect, and I—you should go out to my apple tree. It's you know. He does call r- it the apple tree. He says, "I know the the way out for you." Yeah, and he's like, if you <clears throat> go right through the forest here and here, and he he gives him the same directions out to this apple tree. He's like, if you stand in front of the tree, you will see the path forward for you. Um, and he and Prior <laughs> Salah runs off. And then Trevor and Saifa come out and like he's like I killed Prior Sala and he they, he's like go out here if you want the proof of it. And uh I want you to burn my house down. Um he he wants them to burn his house down. And so they go out and to the tree and they see the like there's a weird spike pit basically. Prior Sala has run uh, up and right in front of the tree there is a big pit in the ground and it is filled (laughs) with spikes. And Trevor and Saifa go out there and there are all sorts of like small bones in there and they see Prior Sala's corpse and Saifa is like oh my god like he's killing animals or something and we remembering this little boy from earlier are like oh he's killed that kid just for running too much and then they go back to his house and they like open his closet and he's got like all the shoes of the killed children he's killed in there and it's Mm -hmm. just he's just killing children for no reason and trevor is like yeah that's what my life is like i just go and i see fucked up shit all the time and Mm -hmm. it's just weird and dark and it doesn't need to be there at all i know what it's doing what's it doing
1: because the point in castlevania is that <clears throat> dracula will always return so long as there's evil in the hearts of men mm-hmm. that's what it the like the big framework is and so it's just showing that like there's still evil in the world that isn't dracula mm-hmm. and you don't get to make the world perfect by just killing the big evil wizard man but that's, this is Dark. I know. I didn't say it was done well. Mm -hmm. I just know what they're doing. I didn't. I I see the small glass thing that they are clobbering with huge
0: fists. Okay. Like that's that's the point of that. (coughs) But other than all that, like other than this weird sour note at the end, I really like Trevor and Sifah's relationship in this season. I really like their friendship with Saint Germain. I really find Saint Germain fascinating. I think the monks, like, every time they're on screen just being gigantic weirdos, and in, like, episode two, you're like, they're gonna try and revive Dracula. (laughs) The Mad Men, they're gonna do it. Dracula. (laughs) Dracula. Dracula. Um, Um, and I never liked Judge that much, but, like, I was like, oh, he's kind of fun. He's like, they've made him into a character when they didn't really need to. Yeah. Um... Back in season two,
1: mm-hmm. and I talked about this on the podcast that never came out. I thought that I thought that Isaac was going to turn into death mm. because <clears throat> one thing that has never come up in the show is that the Grim Reaper works for Dracula.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: this is because of the magic stone he has that gives him power over death, mm-hmm. as explained in Lament of Innocence. But, um. You really do know a lot of dumb Castlevania lore. (laughs) There's the Ebony Stone and the Crimson Stone, okay? Mm -hmm. One of them is vampire power. I think that's the Crimson Stone, and then the Ebony Stone gives you the power over death, which means that the Grim Reaper is your best buddy. Matthias Kronkvist has both stones, and thus um, ascends to become Dracula.
0: Okay. He was a tactician in the Crusades. Do you have any big predictions for season th- four?
1: Uh, I don't know. A lot of things could happen. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> I don't know, what do you want Good from segment. me? Good <laughs> segment. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sorry, no, I didn't mean to roast you so hard. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know, I don't have... What you, what are you most excited for in season four? I don't know. I I I guess I'm just very excited for whatever Alucard is gonna do now. Uh, I didn't really enjoy his arc this season, mostly from an execution standpoint. I the place that he ends season two at was just like profoundly moving for me. You know. Yeah. And, um, this season did not follow through on that in the ways I would have liked, but he gets another great moment at the end of this season that I'm like, okay, maybe like whatever's next for card, like maybe that's the thing. Like maybe next season they'll like do better <coughs> by this, uh, character for me. Um, I'm interested in that. I'm interested in this. <laughs> um, do you think they're going to bring Dracula back next season? I don't know.
1: Uh, they probably should at some point, but I don't know what. How? He's kind of done. Like, I guess the whole point of Dracula is that he's not a character; hmm. he's just the threat. He's still a threat and he's going to show up. Vlad Dracula is still a threat. <clears throat> Vlad Tepesh, sorry. But I don't I don't know what you do with this story unless you like I don't know. It's hard to think about where this goes unless you go for Soma. Uh-huh. Like if you just skip all the bullshit and go straight to Soma Cruz.
0: Yeah, um I'm conflicted because season two Dracula is just like. <clears throat> I am extremely given to hyperbole about season two. Season two It's got Peter Stormare in it. Season two of the show just really hit a nerve with me and just everything I like. Um Dracula in season two is just like really truly genuinely one of my favorite fictional characters um in like anything ever Mm -hmm. i really like dracula and so uh i think that the place he ends season two like the way that he ends Season 2 is strong enough that I kind of don't want him to come back because I don't want um, any of that to be robbed of any weight. I just... <sighs> if
1: Elricard becomes evil mm-hmm. or like turns into another Dracula, like it really will just be the same thing again because it's just... Grief makes you a big monster, man. Mhm. I do want to see Dracula turn into a monster man.
0: Yeah. Cuz he's he's got his demon form that we didn't see. Yeah. But I guess I <clears throat> I did not like season 3 nearly as much as season 2. You know. Um but I really liked season 3 and I almost trust the show now a little <clears throat> bit to be like to bring, if they bring Dracula back, to bring him back with a new angle. Like, they didn't make a bad season. They didn't make a bad season, by any stretch. It was a little
1: lackluster in some areas, but it was still a good show. Like It's still I, a good show. We still like the show. I'm psyched to see Saint-Germain come back and see what he's going to do. Because that opens a huge possibility space for what
0: the show could be about. Yeah. um, I guess... Because, one, they killed Dracula, and two, they, like, kind of had the courage of their convictions enough to keep him dead this whole time. I trust that when Dracula is resurrected, they're gonna have, like, a new angle on Dracula. And it might still be grief and wanting to kill everyone, but I think if they brought him back so quick, it might have ended up in... Him having kind of the same deal as last time, I think it will be meaningful <laughs> when he is resurrected. I think it will be more interesting if they jump to Simon. Uh huh. And
1: have somebody bring Dracula to life in Simon's age, yeah. rather than Trevor dealing with it again.
0: That would and, yeah, for like, sure. Like they have
1: the capability of like dealing with Carmilla in a season or two, and then having a time skip. Yeah. And making it more focused, maybe even focus on Alucard a little bit. Yeah. Because he's gonna be around for a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> I'm interested to see more Castlevania things
0: through this lens. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Um Do you think if Sony buys those rights that they should just like let Ego make a Castlevania game? No. I don't think so either. I just <clears throat> I asked you this off air. I just thought it was really funny because that was in the news. Those that... games
1: are fun, but like I want something new. I w- the tweet that I saw like oh they want to make a Bloodborne or Lords of Shadow inspired, which putting those two things together is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but I'd play it. Like I'd rather do something new. Like I want a th- a new third version of Castlevania, like timeline. Yeah, <clears throat> I like the Lords of Shadow reboot. A lot. It's just cool. And I want to see them do something new with it.
0: They're certainly going to have the same type of gameplay, though. <laughs> I don't think they're going to go back to Lords of Shadow gameplay-wise. I think that they would do Souls.
1: Yeah, I think I so, think too. I think it's 2020, and if you bring back Castlevania, you make it Dark Souls. Yeah. Which sucks. But it'll be Alucard collecting blood or spirit essence from the monsters instead of souls
0: or blood. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, that's absolutely what they would do. You'll play as card. I'll, I'll I'll eat that shit up. Like, I'm not even gonna pretend. I will absolutely, like, mark the fuck out for that game. I was just curious, like, do you think... I think it would be funny if they gave those games to Iga again. I mean, he made, like, five of them, six of them,
1: whatever. Yeah, they're still there. I don't need more of that. Like, do you want a bloodstain <clears> <throat> too at any point? <coughs> no, I want them to finish bloodstain first. <laughs> There's a bunch of shit they still have to make because it had made a billion dollars on Kickstarter. That's fair. There's like three other playable characters they have to make.
0: Oh yeah, <clears throat> I Kickstarter's are wild. Yeah, they sure are. Because aren't they? They're still making Shovel Knight. I think they're done. We were you listening to this I was listening to Waypoint and Patrick was talking about how they are still making Shovel Knight cuz they've added four playable characters to that game that all have one of them goes through the same levels that Shovel Knight does and the others go through like new levels or something. They're just they're like
1: basically standalone games.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I forced myself to finish Shovel Knight even though I don't really like 2D platformers and I like that game. I wish I had it on a platform that hadn't been 3DS because my little hands sure did cramp by the end of... Your little hands? I got big ol' hands. I got blue hands. Oh, you got big hands? I got big ol' hands. Big little hands? Yeah. I love you. I love you. Are we done podcasting? My throat hurts like fuck. Me too. It's 9pm. We've both been up since 5. I have to get up and work at 6. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's wrap it up. People know where to find us.
1: You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find everything I do at norablake.online. You can send in emails about the Outer Worlds to export audio podcast at gmail.com. We record on Saturday?
0: Or perhaps send us emails about Alien nineteen seventy nine. We record that on Friday. Um I'm not gonna on that outer worlds podcast. He's on that outer worlds podcast.
1: Your friend Molly with a Y E R.
0: <clears throat> Your friend and mine um, You can find me on twitter At autumnal underscore coffee Tweeting about uh, The only two <laughs> the only two men in my life <clears throat> Vlad Dracula and Vlad Lennon um, What if they bring back What if they resurrect <laughs> Dracula <laughs> 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 Would they have
1: to put him in the body Of a person named Vlad
0: <laughs> And so they go To the glass box with Lennon What In in Moscow, there is a glass box with Vladimir Lenin's preserved body that people can go visit. Oh, shit. You didn't know this? No, what? They've got Lenin in a glass box, his body perfectly preserved. And you can go look at it (coughs) if you want. There's a really good uh, Simpsons gif where... uh, I've seen the (laughs) Simpsons gif. He's like popping out of the box. (coughs) That's where that's where the That's where the gift comes from. If you, you can go see the box. It is like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe the newer lesser <laughs> Vlad has like done done away with the box. Maybe Putin is like no. Oh, box. that's a Vlad too? He's a Bla- he's a Vlad. Huh. Lesser Vlad. Lesser Vlad. <laughs> a tumble underscore coffee, and then an aeroplane is gonna record on Thursday. We were supposed to watch that movie tonight. Uh, maybe when M asked me if, we, if I wanted to record on Wednesday or Thursday, and I said Thursday because that would mean that I could watch Castlevania tonight <clears throat> and Mononoke tomorrow. Uh-huh. I wonder which one will be better. Oh, absolutely Castlevania. I mm. really want to go into Mononoke with an open heart, but... M has tweeted some things on private that indicate that they really don't like Mononoke still so I'm like <clears throat> okay I guess I'm I'm probably gonna still not like Mononoke I'm probably I've never
1: seen it so I'll probably like it
0: you're I think you're really gonna like Mononoke I'm very excited for you to see this movie okay I think you're gonna like it a lot okay there's a wolf
1: I'm not a furry
0: I know, but you're just gonna like the wolf that talks and says mean things. That's me. Yeah. <coughs> There's a Zoe wolf. <coughs> we gotta sign off on the podcast.
1: Yeah, my throat hurts.
0: Bleh! Do you remember a long time ago in Pennsylvania
1: there was a man named
0: He slept all day He slept all night He had a craving for